What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. So today's episode, we're going to be covering some simple tips I'm going to be giving you on how to 10x your organic traffic really fast. So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effing business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Okay, and so organic traffic is going to be stuff that's going to be coming through um, through search. So like Google, Yahoo, Bing, um, mainly Google because that is the number one search engine right now. Uh, and especially as a facility management company, I guarantee that your facility managers are are actually using either Google or Bing because Bing is loaded into their PCs and that's what they use. Um, so with that, like if you take these tips, they're going to actually help you quite a bit to where you can you know, improve the effectiveness of your SEO and increase the traffic to your website, to your blog pages, to your different pages, right? So simple tips, um, but I'm going to explain. So this is going to be I would say this is like a a beginner to intermediate level of like SEO kind of training. Um, I've got some previous podcasts from last year. I can't remember what episodes they are, but that they go over um, just essentially uh, like SEO fundamentals and how to set everything up. So I'm assuming you have a, a concept on this. And if you don't, it's okay. You can still learn from this here. Okay. So first thing you want to do is you want to be able to write powerful headlines to your blog posts. All right, or just powerful headlines in general. So headlines are going to be anything that you see on the search engine that's going to be like blue, and then when you click on it, it ends up turning purple. Okay, those are the those those are going to be like what we call in the in the SEO world like title tags. Okay, so you want to write powerful title tags that stand out, and these title tags need to have some level of of like structure, okay, it's kind of formulaic to a degree, but structure that allows you to kind of get a little bit more clicks. It's not that it's clickbaity, but it's like, ooh, that's interesting, and they click on it. And now you better deliver on what you're saying, okay? So like, don't be that person that makes something clickbaity, and then on the flip side, whenever they click on it, it's like, well, this is complete trash, and then they leave. Like, Google can analyze that because they know how long you typically are going to be sitting on a page. So I'm going to give you a couple of like uh, examples of what you can use, what you don't want to use. All right. So here's one um, of a a title tag. Okay. Um, And pretty simple, but you'll get an idea here. The five step competitor keyword analysis. And then in parentheses, it says plus free template. Okay. The five-step competitor keyword analysis plus free template. Now, what I like about this is the way they structured it. One, they use a number. Two, they use a plus sign. I know it sounds silly, but it shortens things up. Three, they use parentheses. So your eyes go to something really quickly, like, ooh, free template, and then you read it. So your eyes will navigate really quickly towards like things that you put in that title tag. All right? Here's the second one. SEO keyword comp- competition analysis, and then dash smallseotools.com. 
that doesn't really tell me much. So there is nothing, it's like, well, it has my website, it's important. Well, your website's already gonna be on there because just above the title tag is literally your fave icon and then your website domain uh, and then the page that it takes you to. So like, it's already there. You don't need to put your website in there yet again, okay? So you gotta be really strategic on, on this. So I'm gonna give you some like uh, structure on how to create these title tags so you understand. So I like the first one because Basically, it uses numbers, it uses parentheses, it breaks the, it breaks up what you typically see on the search results, okay? That's the first thing that I liked about it. The next thing is that, um, that was nice, is, is that you wanna be able to use like power words, okay? And so when you're creating title tags, like you, you wanna use numbers, I already talked about that, but you wanna use power words um, and words that are like ideas, techniques, tips, strategies, methods, tricks, secrets. And so you might be thinking like, well, that's just, that's just too, um, it's just too generic. I don't want to be like that. Like, but people click on that. Like it's been tried and true that those words in a title tag on a blog post title, on a landing page title, whatever it is, people click on it. So you want to use some of these words of these, like what we call is like, you know, power words in a sense, right? Number three, you want to use some other words in here um, in the headline, such as free, powerful, effective, simple, best, easy, life-changing. So you're trying to, and, and free is one that I'm like, eh, but like powerful, effective, simple, simple is a great one because people want simple today, okay? Next thing you wanna do is you wanna um, make it very precise. So no abstract kind of stuff, no fluff, like get very to the point and try to include a main keyword. So for instance, if you're gonna be writing something like five facility management hacks to, you know, to, to, to manage um, 100 locations, just like that. Like hacks is a word that's in there, it's to the point. Um, five is great. A um, hundred locations, that's like, that's kind of cool. So I, I just kind of made this off the top of my head. I probably should have written this out, but what I'm trying to get to is that you're, you, you wanna include like where it's, it's precise. Now you only have a limited amount of words, all right? Um, or actually not even words, you have a limited amount of characters. It's like 165 characters, I believe. So you're going to want to try to include like a major keyword that you're going after. A keyword that you're going after could be like facility managers in Colorado, just as an example. Or, you know, it's it's whatever keyword that like what you're focusing that content on, that's a keyword that you're going to be using, right? And so you're going to make it relatively short. Um, so I'm sorry, it's not 165 characters. That's the, the, the meta description. Um, the title tag is only 70 characters. It's like 65 to 70 characters. So like, you gotta be concise and short and to the point. Now there's tools, like if your website's on um, on WordPress, there's like tools out there that help you with SEO to, to make sure you're, you're staying within these parameters. And they also make suggestions as well too, just based off of like some AI kind of um, design stuff in there. So anyways, what I'm getting to is that your title tag needs to be Interesting. It needs to draw attention. It needs to kind of pull people in 
so that it, it's like, oh, interesting, okay? Um, it's using numbers, it's using power words, it's using these other words, it's very precise and to the point, like that sort of stuff, right? All right, next tip that you want is you wanna start adding internal links within your blog post and these, even within your webpage, okay? These internal links make it easier to navigate through the website because when people are reading it, they can be like, oh, this is talking about this. Let me click on this and see where it takes me and it might take them to another page. And so by adding these links, it, what it does is that it kind of like increases the validity of your page uh, with a little bit of more of authority. But the other part, what it does is that it also is going to like create like spiders, spider webs of like your content. So as you're linking to different things, Google's going to say like, wow, all this topic is all related to this. I can categorize this here when someone searches for this. And so that allows them to kind of parse and, and deliver good quality results to the customers, which is us. So you wanna add links um, from one page of your website to other pages of your website. And you also, like, if you have a blog, you wanna maybe add a link to another blog. Or if you have a blog post that you have, then maybe you wanna add a link to one of your major landing pages. And we did this for one of a facility company um, a couple of years ago where we were creating what was like a, an, a, a pillar page. And then we were linking all those pillar pages to the um, what we call like um, supporting pages. And so and then we also had a link going to a landing page. So it had this kind of like hierarchy kind of approach and like hub and spoke kind of like look and feel almost. So linking them is, is pretty critical. OK. And so you want to kind of plan this stuff ahead of time. Um, and so like what I recommend is like write, write out the content and then kind of start looking through, be like, okay, this could go to this page. This can go to this page. Now, sometimes when you're writing content, you're not going to have supporting content to link to, and that's okay. You can always go back later and add links to that blog post or that landing page or web page that you created as you create more content. So don't feel as though like you have to like paste something in there just to make, you know, everything happy. So what you're trying to do is you're, you're, you're trying to build this. And so as you go in there, maybe once every two weeks or whatever it is, go in and start linking stuff. Like right now we're in the process of um, writing some new blogs. And I think like there's like 13 or 14 of them that are gonna be published here in the next, within the next two weeks. And these are not linking to anything. Now, once they're published, I will be linking them in different ways, okay? And this is just another way of just kind of creating more value and creating more authority to um, like the, the search engines and also to your searchers, okay? So just things to think about there when it comes to linking and stuff, all right? All right, the next tip is you wanna win the SERPs feature. SERPs stands for Search Engine Result Page. Okay, so you wanna win that uh, as much as possible. So like the, the, the search engine results page feature like is kind of an underestimated tool, which means that it's a, it's a great time to try to like capture this, all right? So what I'm getting here is, I'm gonna I have some examples here. I'm gonna kinda, you know, I'm not gonna read it directly, but when you're writing your posts, or like maybe an article or a newsletter and you have like step-by-step -step instructions 
in there, that's another way of like having the search engine results page, the SERPs, basically say like, oh, this is really cool. This is super helpful by literally adding steps. And it's going to show that in the results of the page. So it's going to break like, so when you type in a specific keyword or a searcher types in a specific keyword, like, you know, top five facility management certifications in the nation, just as an example. Okay. Then it could, if you have steps within that, like these are what, how we determine the top five then what that's going to happen is that it's going to show up a little differently to the search engine so that when people find that page, they can navigate it a little bit better. Okay. The next thing is that you want to kind of build a diverse link portfolio. So what I mean by this is that you don't want to get links coming to your, your page or your blog that you just wrote only from one source. You want to get it from different sources. You want to create balance. So you want to get, you know, links from like a directory, all right, or links from a forum or links from a another blog or links from a newsletter or links from an email or no follow links. No follow links are like a high authority page. It's like a 94, 95, whatever. They may they may have no follow links, so they may link out to you, but it's always a no follow. So it, they're not giving this like reciprocity, like, hey, it's okay if you, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, like, it's okay if you follow us. It's almost as though Google doesn't count it, but they don't say that. So what I'm getting to is that you want to have a balanced amount of links, of direct links, for or directory links, forum links, links from like maybe your, you know, from another uh, page, maybe links from a um, from a podcast, maybe links from a YouTube page. Maybe even links from like to like some of your vendors. I'm sorry, not to, but from some of your vendors. Like maybe they write a blog and then they link to one of your pages that you just wrote about. Okay, so like what I'm getting to is you want to create a diverse portfolio of different links going back to your page. That again makes the search engines be like, oh, these guys know what they're talking about. Kind of show that authority, if you will. So the more types of links that you have, the more traffic will come to your website. And that's just... That has been tried and true almost since the beginning of like Google's SEO kind of algorithms is that um, link building in different capacities is going to help you kind of level up your game. Okay. And then the last one is, is, is this is a suggestion. You don't have to do this, but maybe be part of some sort of roundup where you share knowledge um, and you can get, you know, links from you know, from organic traffic from like LinkedIn, like for instance, you might post some stuff on LinkedIn and then you post something, you know, referring, like you might be commenting on someone's post, for instance, and then you want to refer to like what you're describing to one of your blog posts, or you have a post that you actually have on LinkedIn and you give like three steps uh, or, or three, you know, keys or secrets or whatever that is. And they're super helpful. But then what you do is that you go, hey, in the comments, I actually break this out a little bit more. You can go to my blog and read it. And I also have a video that supports all of this so you can have a better understanding. Doing this allows you to have a almost kind of like having like a little bit organic traffic, but from other channels and sources. Okay, so by doing this, like 
you're creating a more well-balanced way of getting links back to your site. Other ways of getting links back to your, your blog page or your site is, is there's this website called HARO, H-A-R-O, and it stands for Help a Reporter Out. And usually if you sign up for the be on their list, they send you three emails per day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the, oh, sorry, one in the morning, one in the midday, one in the afternoon. And it's just these, these reporters that are asking for advice on specific things. And these reporters are like, hey, um, I need someone that is an expert in X, Y, and Z. Now, I can tell you right now, I look at it almost daily and I almost guarantee that there's not a, a ton of facility management in there. However, you might have something that overlaps with a reporter that might be looking for something and then you can tie facility management into that as well too. So don't discount stuff like that. Another site's like helpabdbwriter.com. Obviously, I already mentioned LinkedIn. Um, and then like groups, like actual like LinkedIn groups or Facebook groups. Again, when you're, don't, don't make the link in the post, put the link in the comments, okay? Because what's going on is, is that the, like Facebook and, and, and LinkedIn and other social platforms, they want to keep you on the same channel, on the platform. Now, the other piece to think about is, is that people that are reading this content, like maybe what you, you, you talked about, you should give all the valuable information right there on that post. Okay. Don't like say like, you have to click on my link to see it, like share it, but then also say like, Hey, if you want more of an in-depth understanding of this, like I actually wrote a 2000 word blog about this and like, feel free to look at it. I just gave you like a, uh, like a 500 or, or 200 word sy um, synapses of, of what this all kind of entails. But like, hopefully you can understand what I'm trying to say here and to get more details and understanding, click on this. That's another way of kind of getting some like some help from, you know, other channels, if you will. So those are some simple tips on how to increase your SEO. Okay, and it's gonna, if you do these little things, you're gonna 10X your SEO. I, I, I can tell you right now, um, I've done this for my current company for the role that I'm at. Uh, I'm, if you're not familiar, I'm a CMO um, for a company called Ratmate. And we basically um, have implemented a lot of these SEO strategies back when I first came on board. And we were you know, changing title tags and we continue to do this, but changing title tags, updating meta descriptions, creating more backlinks, um, creating, you know, cross-linking, um, you know, using the posts in different ways to post on like the different channels on social media, like doing a lot of stuff. And this has helped us tremendously because the value of traffic that we're getting organically is I think right now valued at about $4,700. So for me to get that same kind of organic traffic, I would have to spend $4,700 per month on Google, like literally give it to Google to get that same amount of traffic. And I'm doing it, I did it for free, okay? So mind you, like these tips and tricks, they work. It takes time, but they work, all right? So three things that I ask at the end of my podcast. Number one, please give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Number two, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I already connect with most of you guys um, because that's how we've grown our podcast is just through LinkedIn and I do some um, DM outreach and just so like, kind of like sneak in there and be like, hey, you know, love to get your, your feedback on this. Um, so if you're not connected with me though, please connect with me. Love to, love to hear from you. Uh, let me know what your favorite episode was or 
What would you like for me to cover? And then number three, please share this podcast with somebody else. Um, this is how our podcast has been growing um, tremendously uh, month over month. Um, we've had some really, really good um, downloads on different topics, and it's really fun to see. So if you can do those three things, that'd be great. Other than that, hope you have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.